0: That's how I carry forward the song. I'm gonna hop right into this. It is late Saturday night. I just got done watching the UFC. Wanted to hit you guys with a new track because I owe you it. It's been two weeks. I got caught up in the the ribble rabble, rabble rizzle razzle. I was uh, basically I became a key, keyboard warrior for too long. I was fighting with people about dumb stuff. And I'm sorry. So, I'm going to come on here and I'm going to rant about it to save myself some heartache. And so I can stop blocking people. Because I have blocked more people in the past 24 hours than I have in my entire Twitter career. I'm embarrassed by it. No, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. I'm embarrassed by them. I'm embarrassed that I have to explain to people that sometimes words don't mean the exact dictionary definition of them. Did... Am I the only one aware of this obvious fact? Black Lives Matter doesn't simply mean that Black Lives Matter. Because if it did, we would all be on board. Duh. Same thing with All Lives Matter. Guess what? All Lives Matter is an obviously acceptable stance to take if you take the literal words. But... The definition changed over time, culturally, to it being a white supremacist dog whistle. This is the language of the left that we are operating under. If you want to pretend we're not, that's fine. But don't call me a racist because I'm aware of what these words now mean. You idiot. It's real fucking simple, okay? Anti-racist doesn't mean you're anti-racism. It holds a lot more weight than that. It means you have to call your grandpa a piece of shit at Thanksgiving. No thank you. I would like to keep a relationship with my parents and my family, regardless of their old ways of looking at topics. I'm not even saying my family's racist. I don't think the vast majority of them actually aren't. But... We all have that relative that you would go, eh, not a fan of what he just said there. Seems a little bit 1975. You know why? Because he was born in fucking 40. Why are you judging him by 2020 standards? You dickhead. He's your grandfather. Have some respect. Accept the fact that he's only going to be here for 20 more years if you're lucky. And then he's going to die with his stupid racist outlook on life. You can be better. You don't have to shame him. He isn't a powerful man. God. All right. That was the majority of my rant, but uh, I also just wanted to continue to elaborate briefly that, you know, if you want to take a literal dictionary definition argument to me and present it as such, and when I present counter evidence as to the Marxist nature of the organization that represents the actual name that you're utilizing um, you know just just for a second don't straw man my argument just for a second assume that I'm actually not a fucking bigot and I actually have principles behind what I'm saying just assume for a second that I'm not saying black lives don't matter and that I'm not saying that I'm a racist Why would you possibly think that? Have you been so deluded by this Marxist agenda that you actually believe that white supremacy is all around you? Are you are you being indoctrinated and you're unaware of it? Because I'm aware of their attempts to do it. I had no idea that they were being successful. Especially in the liberty community. How have you been tricked? You talk to us every day. Do we talk about racist shit? I've never seen anybody say something like, white people are superior. Never. Not, not from a libertarian. I've seen it from, like, alt-right, like, literal Nazi-type dudes. I've never seen it from a libertarian. I've never seen it from an anarcho- anarcho-capitalist. Why why do you feel that it's necessary to distance yourself from the boogeyman that doesn't exist? The libertarian community is not racist. We are staunch individualists. We are the only party that actually cares about everyone because we value the individual. We don't believe in groupthink. We don't believe in combining our efforts behind our race. That's not what we're about. There are parties that can do that, that aren't liberty-oriented. We all know them. We aren't them. Why do I have to separate and distance myself from the parties that aren't fucking libertarian? We're libertarian. We're anarcho-capitalist. We don't believe in treating people differently because of their skin color or their religion That's not what we do. Why do I have to say this? Why am I being accused of racism by liberty-minded people? You've listened to me rant about the cops. You've listened to me rant about the criminal justice system, the drug laws, the welfare system. That's all I talk about. It's what I'm passionate about. And it's not because I love black people more than I love myself. That would be a lie. Because I'm not full of fucking shit. I love myself first and foremost because I'm being honest. And then maybe my family is right there with me, okay? But guess what? I don't love any, any stranger more than I love me or my family. I don't. And neither do you, you lying idiot. You don't love black people more than you love yourself, so shut up with the virtue-signaling nonsense. If you actually care about individuals, which you should if you're a self-proclaimed libertarian, it should be a given that you're not racist. Got it? I'm so sick of the divisive nature of this discussion. To have the presidential candidate... By the way, I haven't even explained what this is about. I'm just assuming everyone knows. I have never in my life been more ashamed of a statement from a presidential candidate. That's the truth. It embarrassed me. Joe Jorgensen, I was ready to ride with. I'm not a big voting fan, but I was still going to vote for it. Just because, you know, everything I heard her say was good. It was limited government or small or, you know... Totally getting rid of government She was awesome Every time I heard her talk I got to be a bigger and bigger fan And I really thought You know Obviously she has no chance of winning Which is fine I'm not I I never have voted for a winner So that's totally acceptable to me But I thought that she was She was good You know She was really She was impressing me with her principles She really was And Today She comes out with a tweet I don't have it in front of me, but I'll just paraphrase. She said, you know, we stand with Black Lives Matter, which is a Marxist organization. She hashtags it with the capital BLM in it, which is showing allegiance to the organization, not even the movement. You know, it's, it's like the small L versus big L libertarian movement. It's like if you say you're a capital L libertarian, you're like a card carrying member who, you know, Likes the the scum-of-the-earth Nick Sarwak. I almost said really bad words. Anyways, um, so she says that. She says it's not enough to be passively not racist. You have to be actively anti-racist. This is her statement. This is the person running for president of the United States carrying the mantle of individualism and libertarianism. Folks... If you don't understand why that isn't our message, you need to start from square one and reevaluate what liberty means to you. Okay? Because you're so far off the path. We don't believe in collectivism. We simply do not believe in collectivism. So when you say you have to be Actively anti-racist You are categorizing yourself In a movement Formed And Propagated by Marxists do I, have to, do I have to Explain to you Why that's a problem Are you a libertarian or not I know there's always these litmus tests Like oh you're not a real libertarian Look if you support Marxists, You're not a libertarian I can't be fucking more straight than that. Yarn't. Yarn't. Get out. That's how I feel. Nick Sarwak has been trying to take us down this identity politics route for the past few years, and he has destroyed the party with it. We, we have the best track record when it comes to race relations in this country of any party that exists, period. We shouldn't have to come out and declare ourselves anti-racist. We fucking walk it every day. Everything we've said is anti-war. We don't want to blow up brown people. We don't want to imprison black people. We don't want to... I mean, many of us are anti-abortion. And a lot of us talk about the racial disparity that, that comes with the abortion clinics, too. You know? There, there is a litany of examples to demonstrate definitively Not virtue signaling. Factually, we are the best party when it comes to race in this country. The best. I shouldn't have to make a declaration proving or distancing myself from an imagined boogeyman known as white supremacy within the liberty movement. A thing that is the antithesis to what we stand for. It is not going to happen. Not on my watch. Not in my lifetime. I will never apologize for my skin color. Because I am white doesn't make me racist, period. Fuck you if you say otherwise. God, I feel a lot better. I'm only 12 minutes in. Wow, that was extreme. I am so sorry. Um, I went really hard. But I mean it, you know? It's offensive. You should be offended. You should be offended that the president... You know, the person running for president of the United States of America with the name of your movement behind her name, Joe Jorgensen, libertarian, says that it's not enough to be basically a good person to not be racist. You have to be carrying the terminology of a hard left Marxist movement. I'm not going to go into explaining to you why BLM... And anti-racism is a Marxist movement. Uh, Peter Quinonez did a great job of that on Freeman Beyond the Wall. Um, Michael Malice and Dave Smith are talking about it in bits and pieces here and there. You could read about it on the internet. You could read my thread where I said that the LP is a fucking disaster. And it went pretty viral. And I tried my best to explain my position and explain to people, hey, guys, I'm not saying that we should be for racism. (laughs) Do I have to explain that? Thank God 800 plus of you understood that based off the likes. But there's a minority of you that fired back at me hard, relentlessly for a day. Saying, well, to me, anti-racism means exactly that, that we're against racism. Well, that's fine if that's what it means to you, but it isn't what it actually means. There's a movement behind it. You didn't call yourself anti-racist up until 30 days ago. Have you asked yourself why? Why did that become a common phrase? Only 30 days ago. There's a reason. It's because before you just said, I'm not a racist or I'm against racism. There wasn't a movement called anti-racist. There wasn't. Because it was written by hard-left Marxists. About six years ago, I think it was. It started to be used in all the sociology books, all of the black history studies, you know, ivory, ivory tower nonsense academia. That's where it came from. So if you want to use their terminology, understand that it has its own weight. It has its own gravity that comes with it. It's the same as Antifa. We're, as libertarians, we're opposed to fascism. Would you call yourself an Antifa member? No, you wouldn't, because you're not stupid. But today, you demonstrated to me definitively, some of you are stupid. Because even after explaining to you that the words don't mean what you're saying... You still carried on as if you had no clue what our gripe was. That's weird. That's a level of blue-pilling I didn't expect from you. I expected better. I think very highly of you people. Despite my tone right now, which sounds like I'm chastising all of liberty. Libertopia. I'm not. I love you guys. I think the world of you. However, some of you need to get it together. I think... Many of you are being indoctrinated by this movement. I think you're being shamed into thinking that it's necessary for you to come out and defend your skin. To defend the liberty movement from just blatantly false accusations of racism. We're not, folks. We're not racist. If you think we are, get out of the party. Get out of the movement. Stop calling yourself a libertarian. If you realize it's a lie, then don't acknowledge it. Tell them to shove it. If you want to make a case for yourself, talk about police reform. Talk about the drug war. Talk about all of the policies that you believe in that would alleviate some of the racist tendencies in this country. But for the love of God, don't just declare yourself anti-racist. You look like a fucking clown. So my boy Mac Daddy Danger, shout out. He uh he said that he went on Twitter and a few real life meetups and then then he started to realize how and why the left has taken up so much ground. So I'm going to I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to that in the future um because I think that first off it requires a deeper level of thought by me. Um I really need to like game plan this out and I hope that as a you know, business owner and a professional that's had some success, I can come up with some tactics, some marketing tactics, some ideas that could actually give us a chance of pulling back some of the power and the, the culture war that we've lost. Um, I tweeted earlier this morning that, I had never been interested in participating in a culture war until I woke up and realized that I had lost one. I didn't realize I was fighting. Um, I really believe that, you know? Like, I, because I am an individualist, because I never believe in telling people how to live, I have essentially abdicated my role of defending the culture. And to me, the important nature... Or the important aspects of our culture that I value Are obviously individualism um, Entrepreneurialism You know, hard work Not necessarily faith because I'm not religious But some sort of spiritual aspect to your life That lends fulfillment uh, Family And, you know, just general kind of good principles Uh, You could go, you know, Ten Commandments type style Uh, I think that, and then obviously the economic principles are the ones that I really think are the the most important that we bring to the table that have been completely lost, which is sound money, balanced budgets, um, anti-war, you know, the the real principles that I think would make all the difference if, if we could get the culture to take them up. And I think we've all downplayed the importance of culture in this fight. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate more energy to that in the future, um, but I wanted to thank him for that that note because I I think it is really an important topic. Um, next, I wanted to talk briefly about Australia. Apparently, they have multiple public housing buildings that are on lockdown. They have I think I think it was over six thousand people that were locked down. There were some outbreak or uptick in tests of covid cases there and they have about 500 cops five to six manning each floor making sure that these people don't leave for upwards of two weeks with the potential for indefinite detention in their homes i mean this is a prison state it happened the now, I know Australia obviously isn't in the West, but it is part of the Western world. They are English-speaking people. Um, they believe in capitalism. This is supposed to be at least somewhat similar to America. Now, if if we are still similar to them, that's a bad sign, because that means that there's a chance that they could do the same thing to us here, and we might accept it. I'd like to believe that's not the case. I think that the... Uh, as Lady Liberty uh, pointed out, um, or Lady Liberty, uh, you know, never give up your guns. Lesson number one. They made a huge mistake allowing the government in Australia to disarm them. And from that, they are now at the mercy of the tyrants. You know, this is not, I've said it a hundred times, but this is not the bubonic plague. This is a, Greater than 99% survival rate. Period. I'm not going to go into any more detail than that. Greater than 99% survival rate. And they think that shutting down the economy and locking you in your fucking apartment for weeks on end and giving you rations like you're a prisoner is an acceptable level of treatment. No thank you. We are armed so that doesn't happen. That's why the Second Amendment exists. Not to hunt but to kill to save our own freedoms that's why it exists anyone that's telling you the truth will tell you exactly that Nick Sarwalks of the world would probably downplay it to the extent that you'd think it's about hunting just like you think we have to defend ourselves against racism like now we have to defend ourselves against mass shootings too because white people do it sometimes it's ridiculous it's a stupid outlook Jesus Christ, I hate that guy. God, I hope he listens. Scumbag. Um, I mean, Kanye's running for president. I love Kanye, so I'm not going to say a lot about it. I think that he's a one-of-a-kind artist. I think he's a a genius in many ways. Most of them artistic and, uh, and not political. But I love the guy. I'm not going to hate on him. You know. He's got no chance in this election, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a real run in 2024. Um, I think that we should be supportive of people like like him. Really, I do. Uh, Someone who's willing to push back against the mob, no matter how dumb some of his outlooks may seem, I think is a value. You know, a guy that's... As big as him, he's like a billionaire, allegedly, and he's one of the most famous people on Earth, probably top 10. The fact that a guy like that is still willing to look at the mob and be like, yeah, I'm going to wear a MAGA hat as a black man in America. God bless Kanye for that. I'm not a MAGA fan at all, but I love dissidents. I love people that are willing to put up a middle finger I'm. I love people that that have success and say, I don't need more. If I get if I get laid out for my principles, that's fine. I got money. I got money in the bank. I don't need to. I don't need to play the game. I'm not going to be a Satanist to continue to propel my career forward. That's awesome. You know, I'm not saying Kanye would be a good president. I'm not sure he'd be worse than Trump. If I'm being totally honest, I think he, he could be all right. So. Uh, That'll be interesting to see how that develops Got a smaller story for you That I'm sure most of you haven't heard about There was an Oregon politician He's not a big time dude So I'm not even going to say his name I don't need to shame him Um, But he is a clown (laughs) He said that he received a letter in the mail And it said Quote Not welcome here America is for God-fearing pro-gun, pro-life humans Who refuse to be controlled by the government you and your communist liberal community can go fuck yourselves in rotten hell, end quote. Um <laughs> he then admitted, on June twenty third, he wrote it to himself. Once again. All the hate like I know there's obviously some examples of legitimate bigotry that leads to, you know, murders and stuff. I know it happens occasionally, but good god The vast majority that actually get any publicity end up being bullshit. Smollett, Bob Watson, um, I mean, there's there's too many. That's all I'm saying. There's too many, and what does it tell you? It tells you that the culture supports these things, that you could you can have your career advance by being the subject of a hate crime, not not the subject, the victim of one. Is that is that the telltale sign of a healthy culture? a healthy society to you I would say it's the sign of of a culture that is perhaps too good <laughs> that we've we've gotten we've made too much progress and we are now having to concoct these stories not too much progress i think i think we've made a great amount of progress actually i just think that it's it's bizarre that being the victim of a hate crime would be a net positive for your life think about how oxymoronic that is how backwards it is it's it's crazy undoubtedly the darkest story of the week were the underground prisons or cells that were discovered in a dutch town near belgium and there was upwards of six of them they were basically shipping containers underground and one of them was set up as a torture chamber yikes With the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein story in the news still, I just want to remind you that there is a dark web where really bad stuff happens and there are segments of society. I personally don't think it's a big segment of society, but it's a meaningfully sized segment and it is sick and it should be rooted out and destroyed as soon as possible. Um, I'm really relieved that they found this. Unfortunately, it was found by, uh, I guess, unencrypting a chat that was being used in that town as a personal fan of, you know, privacy. I think that's a really bad precedent. I love the fact that they arrested these dudes that were participating in it. I guess there was, um, there was how many, six of them, six men. That were arrested on suspicion of kidnapping, hostage taking, and they also had 52 pounds of MDMA on them. Police clothing, stolen vehicles, and weapons. So you could put two and two together. These guys dressed up as cops, kidnapped people, and then took MDMA while they tortured and probably killed people and put videos on the dark web. That's my guess. Yikes. This is from the New York Post, so this is not like total bullshit either. It's scary stuff. I uh I know and another big thing I love about the libertarian community and the and NCAP folks is that you guys really are vociferous in your hatred hatred of pedophiles. Um I think it I think it's probably a little bit of like a protest because so <laughs> there there is always this like consistent rumor that like people are libertarian because they don't believe in age of consent laws. I <laughs> I think first off, most of us do have some questions about age of consent laws because we're opposed to the government generally. But we are also super opposed to pedophilia. So uh God bless you guys. I think you're you're doing God's work and uh, I'm glad these dudes got taken off the street. I just hope that we you know stop on encrypting everything. Thank you. In other news, it looks like Oklahoma is now Indian land. Um, I'm not going to go into too much details because it gets too much in the weeds with Supreme Court arguments, but apparently it looks like there was some treaty that wasn't undone fully in the early 1900s and now some dude's trying to get off from his rape conviction, saying that it, they didn't have the proper jurisdiction. Uh, kudos to that attorney for finding this case law to try and Get his client off. But he's a rapist. He probably deserves to be in prison still. And ultimately, I don't know how you're going to have Tulsa now be Indian land. Given that, I don't know, it's all owned privately by millions of people at this point. Uh, I just thought it was a funny story. And yet another sign that 2020 is the craziest year to ever exist. And then... Um, There are now violent riots that are occurring in Serbia as they are protesting being lied to, lied to regarding the lockdown, regarding the virus, I should say. And they said that they're playing with our minds and with the truth, to which I say right on Serbs, you got it. I don't know why more Americans don't get it, but I'm glad someone does. It's so obvious that we've been lied to. It's, it's unbelievable anyone still struggles to comprehend it. But after my arguments today about what anti-racism means, I'm not surprised anymore. I'm really not. A lot of my faith in humanity was diminished over the past 24 hours as I tried to explain over and over again that Marxists are using these phrases specifically because no one can oppose them. Who is against Black Lives Mattering? Only the worst of the worst people. There's a reason it's named that. It is divisive on its face because it's specifically laying out a single race, but it's also manipulative because it's making it so that if you oppose it, you're a monster immediately. Identify that fact, and you'll get to the bottom of the game a lot faster, and hopefully we don't end up Like Serbia, even though Serbia is probably better than here right about now. And now, at long last, the much-anticipated shout-outs to everyone that left me a review. I have been asking for it. You guys delivered, and I have been putting off thanking you because I'm a jerk for a few weeks now. For some of you a month. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Anyways, uh, unfortunately some of you didn't leave your full name. So I'm going to just have to say what it says, but shout out five-star review from a very brave cow. That's a weird name, but I love you said you got your head screwed on. Right. Sunny. So refreshing. It's almost painful. Like when there's too much ice in the water, you're chugging down this podcast articulates very complicated issues and makes them seem commonsensical. A true voice of the people, not your typical Fox or CNN pos esque podcast. Thanks, man. That is a really nice review. Um, I think a lot of these ideas are commonsensical, you know, not a a word, but I like it, and I'm going to stick with it, so keep tuning in for more commonsensical tastes, or takes, Then we got HK Bob, Hong Kong Bob, said, yeet, his politics are incorrect, and his privilege is prominent, his pronouns are he, the man, the man's, so grab your support. Fish and schedule your therapist. No taboo or safe spaces here. Five vigorous jazz hands for the clinters and the man's liberty lockdown. Thank you, HK Bob. That was a hell of a fucking review too. You guys rock. I can't believe you guys. Uh, We got Holy Howley. H-O-L-Y-H-A-O-L-E. He is exactly that on Twitter. Give him a follow. He's a great guy. He said, got that liberty on lock. Clint does a fantastic job navigating the current overall climate of the world, socioeconomic issues, finance, and politics for those that are more liberty-minded. Great podcast. Five stars. Bam. Another five stars. Shout out. Holy howly. I think I'm pronouncing that right. You can tweet at me if I got it wrong. We got PS1236. Said the well-delivered libertarian takes I need. Don't we all, dude? Don't we all? Solid pod. Five out of five. Thank you, sir. Keep up the good work, and I will. Then we got x Paza hate X, he said, a silver lining. Given this show wouldn't exist without the tyrannical lockdowns, I can safely say this podcast is the only productive thing produced by government policy. Keep up the good work. That is hilarious, and I completely agree. Um, without the lockdown, I probably wouldn't be doing this. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for leaving the five-star review. And then we got at money. That is his handle. Give him a follow on Twitter. It says, amazing, really balanced and insightful show. The host has intriguing guests and provides a wide range of ideas and discussion. Subscribe. I agree. Subscribe. Give it a subscribe. And give me a five-star review and leave your handle in the description so I can give you a shout-out on the very next show. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in every week. I swear to God I'm going to do more episodes more often. I was getting too caught up in the day-to-day of uh, libertarian arguments. I am autistic after all. I love to argue with people. But I think it's a better venue. It allows me to elaborate myself more fully. Um, I hope that I didn't come across too harshly. I blocked way too many people on Twitter. If any of you are listeners and I blocked you, please DM me or tell somebody else to DM me if you can. I don't even know how blocking works, and I will unblock you. I, I was... I was being bombarded by a lot of stupid comments and at some point I was just losing my cool and I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Um, But if you feel like, you know, I blocked you unfairly, I will gladly unblock you. I'm not, I don't have a firm Michael Malice policy of never unblocking. I just think that uh, I hope after listening to this episode, you better understand my outlook and why it's so frustrating to argue with people that just go, well, that's not what the word means in the dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, you guys rock. Follow me at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter. Uh, Leave a five-star review. Rate review. Love you guys. Talk next week. Peace.